is Mr. Hinkle. Yes. And um, you teach photography and digital media, right? Correct. And you work at Northwest. How long have you been working at Northwest? Um, this is my third year at Northwest and my 15th year teaching overall. I think you came when I was a senior because Cheyenne was in your class too. Yes. Okay. Um, does your school have digital citizen policies? Um, we do have some digital citizenship policies, I guess. Our computers are, I would say, very wide open. Like, we let a lot of things go. Um, we don't block too much, and it's all based on, you know, kids doing the right thing, teachers watching them. Um, we do have, like, I guess, some consequences. If you are caught doing something bad, you have to go, like, do a class with our technology integrationist um, and she kind of talks to you about how to do things but I mean as far as like do's and don'ts we do, do say that it's a lot of the same stuff as other schools we just don't block as much I guess I don't know how to answer it <laughs> um, how does your school make sure students are aware of the policy um, new students and new freshmen coming in and I'm just going to talk about the high school here so we do have a they call it a Chromebook boot camp I think is what it is and um, Mrs. Callahan will go through and talk about how to treat Chromebooks and you know kind of some rules um, of what to do on there um, and then obviously there's the formal it's in the student handbook and everyone signs that paper that says they read it um, but we at least try to do that boot camp and usually that's a half hour to 45 minute for all new students that are touching Chromebooks, so at least they have an idea. Um, how are parents or guardians made aware of the policy? Um, I believe they sit through that same... I think you're right. ...camp, whatever they want to call it. Um, and again, they're given the policy and they sign it also, so... Are there cons consequences? For not following the policy? Yeah, and like I said, um, the biggest one is, like, you have to go have that class with Mrs. Callahan. I think it's a four-hour course, and she caters that to whatever you did. But, you know, I think that's more of our more severe cases. We have had kids that have had their Chromebook taken away or Internet privileges revoked. Um, but for the most part, it is minimal, I guess. What type of technologies are your student using at your school? Um... I guess, like, for my classes, we use a lot of Chromebook stuff or computer stuff. Um, we do have uh, computers in the classroom that we use for, you know, we do Photoshop and some video editing stuff. Um, but we're also using cameras. We're using different apps on the Chromebook. Um, I do have them use their cell phones for different, whether it be pictures or, again, different apps that they use on their phone for um, some, some digital editing and, and different things with that. Do you know a percentage of students that do get in trouble using the technology, like an estimate? I would say it's a low percent. I, I don't know. I'm going to say in my three years here, I've maybe only had one or two students that have ever, like, even had their Internet, you know, taken away. Um, I know of at least two kids that have had to do the boot camp with Mrs. Callahan. Um, so I would say it's still very minimal. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a huge number. Um, what are the benefits of using technology in your classroom? Um, 
I think technology is all around us. We're always using it. So, which is also why I try catering some of the stuff that I'm doing in the classroom to, you know, hey, yeah, we can do, we can use official cameras. We can use video cameras that I have in the classroom, but why not just use your cell phones when you're able to do some of those things? Because those are real world examples of why you would do that. Um, you know, even, hey, bring a calculator to class. Well, why can't you use your cell phone as a calculator? I mean, those are, again, real-world examples of why you're using technology that are, that's in your hands. So, um, yeah. Is there any disadvantages of using technology in your classroom? I mean, I think the biggest one is, at least for our teens nowadays, is just the distraction of, you know, there's other things you can do. There's games and everything else. Um, I think when technology is used correctly, it's very beneficial, and I think it's definitely something that draws kids in, but it's easily a distraction, too, if it's not being used correctly. I remember when I was in high school, I'd try to use loopholes to watch Netflix on my computer, so yeah. yes, it could be a distraction. I would say, like, if you look at anything that's actually being blocked on our school website, it's Netflix and porn. Like, that's it. Yeah. So... Um, do you feel like the students are more involved with the information you're teaching when you use technology? I think so. I think anytime you can get kids involved, kids wanting to participate, and whether that be just using, um, you know, a, a slideshow, a, a, a Kahoot, uh, a Nearpod, you know, just something where they're actually touching it and doing something. People, kids are so hands-on these days that the little bit of technology we can give them definitely it. it takes their attention and it holds their attention a lot more than just the old school of getting up and lecturing all the time. Do you think technology has helped um, students to work better in groups like when you have to do group projects? Um, I think so. I think there's some technology that is definitely catered to that. Um, when you start looking at Google Docs, um, you know, when, it, when kids can work together on Google Docs, it, you know, I would say done correctly, again, done correctly. Um, kids work very well together you know they can easily say okay you do this I'll do this and they work on their own but they're still talking about it together but it's also very easy where kids doing the same project can easily just never talk to each other and be completely on their own and you won't you wouldn't even know they're working together so um, I think definitely there's technology helps that group collaboration um, but at times it, it can be it can go wrong, I guess. Would you agree that it makes it easier having technology to do group projects outside of school because you don't have to be in the same location sometimes? Um, yes. I think, yes, I would agree with that. Um, whether they're in the same room, whether they're across the country, whether they're, you know, across town, um, it still allows for them to work together even um, we have kids that are writing a script for one of our broadcasts and, and they're able to do that at home and still look at what each other and, and I would say a lot of times they're still you know talking to each other on the phone or communicating but they wouldn't necessarily have to they, there's that chat feature um, but I think that's still I think the biggest thing that I like pushing when they're doing group work is still that communication piece because mm -hmm. any more kids suck at talking to each other I and agree. if you can the more you can communicate with each other the better off they are yeah the more I talk to people that are my age they don't like talking over phones they rather text yeah. snapchat mm -hmm. 
and it's weird. Yeah, people don't like talking anymore on the phone. There's this weird thing with it. I'd rather talk to someone on the phone than in person, to be honest. Well, at least it's still talking, though. Most yeah. people, some people would just rather not talk in general. That's true. <laughs> I think that's all the questions I have for you. Excellent. I learned a lot about the digital citizenship policy at Northwest. They're very lenient, and it's located in the handbook, which the parents and students sign. I also learned that in photography and digital media, they use a lot of different technology in the classroom, which helps make the students more entertained in what they're learning.